This is the Fantasy Football Zone. The advice you are about to hear does not reflect the views of 98% of fantasy football players. What the hell is he talking about? Get involved with the show by following us on Twitter at DraftThatGuy. Welcome to the Fantasy Football Zone. And welcome back to the Fantasy Football Zone. I'm PJ, and once again over there, we've got... I am Todd. Hello. Oh, we are doing fantastic as we get ready to go. Another week is here as week nine already of the NFL season is here. Fantasy is flying by, isn't it? Well, yeah, I mean, it's one of those things where you're either looking good or you're yeah. you're looking to fan duel. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're doing the daily fantasy stuff, which I got right. caught in the trap of uh, last weekend. And boy, you really think you're doing good until the late games. Right. And you know what? If you want to do those, what I would recommend is they always have free ones you can play just so you can kind of get your feet wet. Yes. I, you know, that's that's how I started doing it. That's where you start. That is a very good point right there. Don't start with the $25 a game. Can't go wrong with free. No, do not start. <laughs> if you're gonna, If you're not going to go free, go with the quarter games they have now. Exact. Yeah, the quarter ones are even better. You will not uh, break your TV with those. <laughs> right. You're like, oh, that's a quarter. <laughs> Man, I'm up. I'm going to win 150 bucks. It just kicked off at 1210. Oh, and there's the downhill slide by 3 o'clock. Bow, bow, bow. Yep. All right. So, hey, pretty active week here with the NFL trade deadline. I guess that's a thing now in the NFL. We know in the, all, the other major leagues it is. But, uh, hey, we actually had some big deals come this trade deadline that are definitely going to affect fantasy here. Yeah, no question. I mean, I own Demarius Thomas, so I was very happy to see him leave yes. Denver. And, and and talk about first weekend, right? Texans-Denver this week. That's going to be fun. Yeah, um, exactly. Also, Marvin Jones was actually on two of my waiver wires. People had given up on him, and mm-hmm. I would guess he's probably the number one most picked up guy this week with Golden Tate heading to Philadelphia. So if Marvin Jones is on your waiver wire, snap him up. Yep, you got that. And even the Ty Montgomery trade to Baltimore, I think it's really going to benefit Montgomery because they don't have a back like that in Baltimore's system. And all of a sudden, uh, just popping up on the injury report is Collins here yesterday. So he might be thrust into play, and I'm not saying he's going to go off and have huge numbers here, but, I mean, for what they gave up for him, he he might be decent in that system for him. Yeah, seventh rounder, not even this upcoming draft, a seventh rounder in 2020, yeah. right? Isn't that what yeah. it was? Yeah. Fumble a kickoff, and that's what you're worth. Yeah. yeah. So, well, I guarantee you. I mean, it, it was interesting to see him go and ha-ha go. Obviously, ha-ha doesn't really affect fantasy that much, but there had to be something behind the scenes because mm-hmm. it's, it's more than a fumbled kick that got Ty shipped out of Green Bay. Well, I, I will – I'll I'll – big to differ with the haha thing because i think if if the redskins defense is out there they're pretty good now with especially that you know defense swearingen's got uh what four interceptions haha with three seven picks by the safeties then you got norman at one of the corners pretty decent pass rush so if the redskins defense is out there man they, they could be better than some of the uh options you're looking at for this week fair, fair point fair point i mean that that's how i look at it i mean usually we think fantasy and in yeah, I know Fowler got traded from the Jags to the Rams. I, I don't think he's going to have that huge of an impact. They've already got some monster guys there, and I I they I think they spent too much for him, but uh, a third-round pick. Gur- Todd Gurley said that D-line in L.A. is unblockable now. Well, well, if he's not injured for a year, yeah. I mean, that's the thing. For <laughs> Fowler, you never know. He's never healthy. So, 
Yeah. Todd Gurley likes the deal. Yes, he does, and he likes to uh, – he doesn't care. Here, Here's the girly thing I don't understand. Last year he loved the fantasy owners at the end of the week or end of the year and said, oh, thank you, and uh, people were donating to his uh, you know, foundation, all that stuff, and charitable clauses. And then after this week when he doesn't score the touch, and I hate fantasy, I don't care about him. Yeah, a little bit of a uh, change <laughs> yeah. in, in tune. And also, just in case you're curious, the, the over was – 57 and or 58 so not only was it fantasy owners but it was also anybody on the over uh would have liked to have seen that touchdown <laughs> so there we go mr Gurley. not only making fantasy owners mad but even uh, las vegas and new jersey very maurice jones druish oh yes and brian <laughs> uh, er, er, westbrook as well yep just slide down at the one. They don't care about fantasy. No, they don't. So we'll start off week nine. Cardinals, Bengals, Colts, Jags, Giants, Eagles, all on the bye. A lot of teams. That means a lot of options are gone this week. And, yeah, picking over the waiver wire, it's slim pickings right now. Yeah, it really is. Like I said, I grabbed Marvin Jones in one of my league, which was nice. But uh, other than that, I mean... Wow. Josh Adams looks like he may be the guy in Philadelphia. I know they're on by this week, as you just said, but Mm -hmm. um, if you have a roster spot and you want to take a flyer on Josh Adams, I mean, he saw the majority of the the carries in London last week. So by no means is the Philadelphia running back situation fantastic, but Mm -hmm. if you have a roster spot and somebody you don't love, why not at this point in the season? And I know in some leagues, people were giving up on fits. Well, after what I saw after the offensive coordinator change, you might want to pick him up. And again, another situation. He's on bye, but they targeted him a lot in that game, finally, for the first time this season, and he had a connection with uh, Rosen. Yeah, Larry Fitzgerald definitely grabbed him if he's out there. Marvin Jones and Larry Fitzgerald, uh, people that were given up on earlier in the year, I would would give them a second Mm -hmm. chance if you can grab them. Yeah, and that's the thing with the whole Golden Tate. Going back to that trade, I think Detroit – is for fantasy wise is more of the winner than Philadelphia there because not over Marvin Jones but I'm a Kenny Galladay owner fantastic start this season for him last couple of weeks he's disappeared now I got to figure they they have faith in him if they're trading Golden Tate away so I think even his numbers are going to go up now for the rest of the season so I think Detroit receivers are are big winners in that fantasy wise for that trade yeah I'm a Nelson Aguilar owner so uh, I did not like get rid that of him. trade yeah. at all. Yeah, exactly. The Aguilar, I mean, he's already been going down as it is, and now Golden Tate. I saw the stat that Tate actually leads the league. Ever since he's been in the league, run after catch yards. He is the leader in rack yards. So, I mean, that that's an amazing thing, and he's going to continue to do that in Philly. Yeah, it's going to, I mean, they're definitely help their offense, but uh, except in the backfield, that's for sure. <laughs> Speaking of offense, that's not what you're going to see tonight as the Raiders take on the 49ers in the Battle of the Bay. And, uh, uh, yeah, I, I hate the Raiders. I, can I officially say that? Just I, I picked up Jordy Nelson last week, believing, boy, he's a number one receiver again. He's got to be an option. they got to throw to him. No, now he's their new Amari Cooper. He only had one catch for 13 yards. Yeah, I picked up Doug Martin, and uh, he uh, was fine. He had that fumble late, which was not uh, fantastic. Um, as far as the Raiders go, but it, here's the thing with the Niners. Are the, is their defense going to be like the first half of the Packers Monday night game, or are they going to look like they did against Arizona last week? Yeah. Um, you know, there's no Raiders that I love, to be honest. There's nobody no. in this game that I love. Greg Kittle. 
Greg Kittle, but you don't know who's going to be their quarterback tonight. That's right. I mean, that's the issue. Yeah, you you don't know. Is they're both, you know, he's hurt. Uh, Bathard is hurt, and yeah, that's. How do you feel about Nick Mullins throwing to Kittle? Uh, well, he's got to throw to someone, right? <laughs> now let me put it this way: if if uh, the starter goes, uh, Bathard, if he goes tonight, I would like Marquise Goodwin in that game. Yes, because you saw what yeah. the Colts did last week. Uh, Seattle put some points up on the Raiders in London. So if if you have the quarterback you're comfortable with, I think Goodwin is a good play tonight, and I would have him in my lineup. But you're going to have to watch and see who's starting. Or not watch and just find out how your team did on fantasy, which I think about 50% of the audience will do tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, I'm still going to watch. I mean, it could It's be, football, right? <laughs> yeah, it's football. And, and the college games aren't that great tonight. <laughs> so, yeah, you got Raiders, 49ers kicking the week off. Then we get to Sunday, noon kickoffs, Bears at the Bills. So the Bears visiting the Bills Mafia. And, uh, well, the Bears offense, this could be a game where they keep it going again on uh, offense with Mitchell Trubisky. Yeah, you know, the Bills defense stepped up against New England on Monday night. I never love teams coming off the short week. Um, so, yeah, I would be definitely – I'd have all my Bear guys in. Um, Bills, it's the same situation. Anderson's now going to be out. They're going back to, to Peterman. Um, oh, start the Bears the, defense, buddies. Yeah, oh, wow. Bears defense is, a, is the start of the week. Yes, for sure. <laughs> They're probably going to put up 30 points. Peterman's, you yeah. got, you got to figure at least one or two pick sixes. Probably two. He, I mean, he's just not been good. No, he's been terrible. I think he has more interception completions than passes. I think he may be very close. So, yeah, that's. Uh, I don't have a lot of hope for the Bills this week. My only p- thing about the Bears, yeah, the running back situation. Now, I'm a Tariq Cohen owner. Now, I he had another fantastic game. But if you take away that 70-yard, that one, he only had one reception. It was for 70 yards and a touchdown. You take that away, it was a little concerning last week. But I think he's going to get more touches this week. Yeah, Jordan Howard was the lead back once again there. So, I mean, they keep doing this flip-flop thing, and I guess that's what we're going to have to live with the rest of the year with the Bears' uh, backfield. Yeah, they're just kind of going by committee again. But, uh, I mean, I would start them both this week if I have them. All right, up next we got the Buccaneers and the Panthers, a world-famous Buccaneers defense, which gives every opposing quarterback at least a 300- to 400-yard game. And even Cam Newton, who's a little banged up with the right throwing shoulder, uh, he's still probably going to have a huge game this week. Yeah, I mean, you, you got to play your Panthers. If it's Tampa Bay right now, their defense has not shown anything oh. the whole year. Um, you know, if for some reason DJ Moore is still on your waiver wire, which he may be, I would go out and I would pick up DJ Moore and I would play him this week in the game from what the Buccaneers uh, defense has showed me so far this year. Yeah, that would be a wise pickup. Funches, I would have to expect, uh, and McCaffrey as well. Maybe even C.J. Anderson. Maybe he gets some more touches in this game, depending on if the Panthers get up on him. But, hey, I can't discredit Fitzpatrick, who's back in there, little Fitz Magic going for uh, Tampa Bay. And Adam Humphreys, a sighting from him this year. He was a uh, waiver wire pickup darling last year, and, uh, well, he had a big game last week. Mike Evans, questionable. So maybe Humphreys is out there for the Buccaneers offense. Look into him, I guess. Yeah, Peyton Barber, Barber you know, I know he's questionable again, but, He's actually looked like he's going to start to be what we thought he may be at the start of the season. He had 19 carries for 85 yards and a touchdown last week. Um, you know, and I know Peyton Barber is still out there available on some waiver wires too. People have given up on him. So again, just 
if you need help with this bye week or injuries, there may be some guys that don't look real sexy, but might be able to help you out this week. Yeah, this is just going to be a grinder week. With, with so many teams on the bye and the waiver wire the way it is, you're just grinding wins out this week, I think. Yeah, I completely agree. Um, you know, I, I by no means are you playing Barber over Zeke or <laughs> exactly, you know, yeah, uh, Melvin Gordon. But if you're in a in a dire situation like I was last week, mm-hmm. eh, you know, there, there's worse options. Up next, we got the Chiefs at the Browns. The Browns they fire everyone. We have no idea now what to expect from this offense. I guess. Uh, for those, you know, I did give the advice, get Nick Chubb, pick him up. I have a lot of confidence still in him because of what the GM did, John Dorsey. Obviously, with trading, uh, you know, a couple weeks ago, Carlos Hyde to Jacksonville, he's got to have the, you know, if he knew what he was going to do with Hugh Jackson coming up, he obviously had the foresight to say, Chubb's our future guy, we're going to trade Hyde as it is. So even though Hugh was trying to say, yeah, we need to get Chubb more carries and all that, I think the GM is also behind Nick Chubb. So if you're a Nick Chubb owner, I think you can rest a little easy. I think they're going to feature him. But the rest of this offense, I have no idea now what they're going to do the rest of the, rest of the season. Well, and I think as the Chiefs have shown all year, it seems like teams are generally playing behind when they're playing the yep. Chiefs. Yep. So one way you can look at it is, Hey, if you know you have Antonio Callaway, you can you've been ha- have him on your bench all year. You can grab him off the waiver wire and throw him out there. They may be playing catch up, so they may be throwing the ball a lot. Uh, that's about the only positive I can I can give you about the the Browns offense. Yeah, that's probably it for the Browns side. And in the Chiefs, they're just going to keep on slinging it away. So they're just going to keep on throwing with Mahomes, Kareem Hunt. Hey, look at that! He's starting to run the ball a little bit more. Yeah, and Sammy Watkins last week was the big guy, right? We've talked about this the last two weeks about, well, it looks like so far this season he's just got his big three, and Sammy Watkins now has had two decent games in a row. So uh, I would have Sammy Watkins in my lineup this week if I was a Sammy Watkins owner. Up next, another offensive dynamite juggernaut game of Jets-Dolphins. Whoever scores (laughs) three wins, I think. Yeah, I mean... The defenses, if you have the defenses, that's great. Um, Otherwise, there's not a whole lot that I I really love here. Um, You know, Miami has given up some yards on the ground. So if you're a a, uh, uh, Isaiah Kroll owner, he may (laughs) find some running room this week. But otherwise, yeah, it doesn't seem like there's going to be much there. I think all of us Isaiah Kroll owners have given up on just how the Jets are using him ever since the 200-yard game because it's it's been downhill ever since that. That co- that baby could have been the worst thing that happened to him was get that big game because he hasn't done anything since. And they, they really haven't fed him the ball that much. Well, there's a name, Elijah McGuire. He's actually supposed to come off the IR this week for the Jets. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so, I mean, again, if you if you need some help, maybe. But, I you know, I, I think Isaiah Crowell – is going to have a nice game. I just, from what the Dolphins have done, uh, you know, I, I'm just, I, I don't have him, so mm-hmm. I'm not playing him on, on any of my teams, full disclosure, yep. but I still think he's going to have a decent game this week. And once again, Tannenhill's going to be out for the Dolphins. It's Brocktober into November, and uh, we'll see what Osweiler can do with that offense. And I mean, Kenyon Drake's starting to get more carries. Frank Gore, even, they're splitting carries a little bit, so I guess the run game's a little positive, but other than that, uh, 
Amendola, I guess, maybe once again, but he turned into be their best quarterback on the Thursday night game. So I, well, I well yeah, the forgotten name for the Dolphins talking about giving up on guys, Devontae Parker, yeah. all of a sudden, right? Yeah, he had he a nice game against Houston. Yeah. Uh, another guy that may be out there on the waiver wires. You know, I, I have had the back and forth with Devontae Parker. So me personally, I'm just kind of done with him. But yeah. again, if you need a wide receiver, Devontae Parker made a big splash last week. Up next, Steelers and Ravens. This is always a grinder kind of game, but uh, they did put up some points the last time they played here early on in the season. Again, still no Le'Veon Bell, even off the bye week, so the Steelers still do not have him. But uh, I think they're all – I mean, Ravens defense, they do play very tough at home, so maybe not the huge fantasy game to expect from them, but they're still going to get their numbers. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's one of those things. If you have John Brown, I mean, John Brown – should be in your lineup every week. And like, I think he torched, <laughs> yeah, he torched the Steelers the last time they played, if I remember right. He did. He had a nice game. Uh, and so I, he is somebody I'd have in my lineup every week. Alex Collins is, as you said, was questionable. Um, but as far as for me, for the Ravens, if it's, if it's Crabtree or Brown, I'm definitely playing Brown. Mm-hmm. You know, Crabtree is one of those, he's going to give you a feast or famine. So really, what I'm saying is Ravens-Brown is about what I like there. <laughs> yes, and start your Steelers. Yes, and, and, and you know, you got to play your Steelers. Yep. So up next, then, we've got the Lions and the Vikings. The new-look Lions, we've talked about that receiving core, Galladay and also Marvin Jones. I mean, Jones Jr. has had back-to-back, I think, 100-yard games now, some big performances the last couple weeks. Uh, going against that banged-up Vikings defense, so, I mean, it could be uh, – Pretty good, and they've played good in the new building there in Minnesota. They've gotten a couple wins there so far, so it could be a good game once again for the Lions. I think the Vikings are going to kick their faces in, to be honest. <laughs> um, I really like Latavius Murray. I mean, if you're a Latavius Murray owner, I would have him in my lineup. Seattle went back to running the ball last week, uh, did well. I thought it was going to be a high-scoring game, and it looked like it was going to, and then all of a sudden they didn't really score any points in the second half. Yeah. Um, but Seattle ran the ball very easily against Detroit last week, so I love Murray. I mean, Cousins, Diggs, Thielen, it's a no-brainer. I think they're going to put some points up on the Lions. One I caution, think the Lions though, will be playing yeah, from behind. Yeah, one caution, though. Stephon Diggs, he might be a game – he's going to be a game-time decision, it sounds like. He's got a rib injury he's dealing with that just popped up on the uh, injury report. So Diggs, you might want to watch for him on the inactive. So he might not make this one. And then Delvin Cook, once again, his name popped up this week. They have him listed as questionable, but I don't think he's making it. He's still with the hamstring issue. So, I mean, there's a report out there saying he's not going to get back until week 11, but he's limiting practicing this week. So in case you see that disappointed Dalvin Cook owners like myself, uh, don't get too excited. I don't think they're going to start him this week. So, Well, let me now. ask you, say Diggs does not end up playing, who is a Viking receiver maybe to get off the waiver wire that's going to be a number two this week? Uh would it be would it be Robinson? I would go with Robinson more than Treadwell. I I okay. honestly would. I Treadwell. I I just uh, we've seen it earlier in the season. Robinson in that game against the Rams. I think he had the two touchdowns. They just signed him that week, so now he knows more of the playbook. He's you know a faster little option, just kind of like Diggs is a little bit speed. And I would like Robinson more than Treadwell going to that. Okay. So that that's what my two cents are. That usually. Cost people games <laughs> down the stretch, and he'll score zero so, points. So play Treadwell. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Falcons, Redskins up next. The Falcons coming off the bye. I missed them last week. I could have used some of those uh, Julio Jones points 
on Calvin Ridley and others, Matt Ryan. So thank God they're back to help me out personally. Yeah, are you worried though with them being uh, outdoors? No, I'm not. I need them. I, I my options showed me last week that I need my Falcons. I don't care if they're outdoors. They need to play. Well, I tell you what, the the, the Washington defense has looked pretty good. Yeah. Um, I would temper your expectations for <laughs> Atlanta this week. Um, again, like you said, you can't. You're not going to sit any of them. Mm-hmm. You're not going to sit any of them, right? But what have they played? My mer- if my memory serves me correctly, they had the outdoor game against Pittsburgh, yep. where I think they only scored 17. They didn't do what everybody thought they would. And yep. then, what? Uh, I think they've only played like two outdoor games this whole season so far. I believe so, yeah, because then the other one, I think the Saints, I mean, they played in domes, the other, other games. But yeah, they have a big stretch, though, where they're going to be outdoors, including Lambeau in a month. So, I mean, they're going to be outside quite a bit here down the stretch, and it, and in the division games as well. So, yeah, I guess it just gives me a warm, fuzzy feeling that they're back. <laughs> oh, and they started at Philadelphia. That That's was right. Yep. Outdoors. But and that you, was a terrible scored, game you know, for them. They scored less than 20 points at Philadelphia and at Pittsburgh. I, I truly feel like this team takes a step back when they play outdoors. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, that's just my own personal opinion. I still would play my Falcons, but I'm just saying you may want to temper expectations because it is outdoor and because Washington's defense has looked pretty decent. Well, I'll take it. I, I need them <laughs> back. That pick six cousins through last week, that cost me points because I'm in a league uh, where that costs you six points. So that that killed me last week. <laughs> I promise this is not a personal attack on you. <laughs> yeah, oh, I can not. tell you're hurt. Yeah, I'm, I'm very hurt. <laughs> And the Redskins, hey, Adrian Peterson, I mean, this guy might win fantasy comeback player of the year if there was such an award. I mean, it's been amazing the turnaround for AP this year. Yeah, I mean, Atlanta's defense hasn't been great. I mean, no. it looked a little better against the Giants, but it was the Giants. I mean, I, I, Peterson's a no-brainer. I mean, I I don't know if I have Alex Smith in the lineup, but you're, <laughs> you definitely have a favorable matchup against the defense this week. And, oh, i got to note this, too, for Washington. You've been waiting for it all year. Everyone has been. Jordan Reed has popped up on the injury report. So I just want to pass that along. That's usually a yearly tradition. He is on the injury report with a neck issue, but he might play. Okay. So I'm going to keep an eye on. Jordan Reed always misses games. I think it's the time of the year. It's that time of the year, right? Magical time of the year for Reed to Miss games and fantasy owners to grump about it once again. Yeah, I think Chris Thompson, he was back last week. I yeah. mean, he may be an option for you as well uh, at a flex position uh, against the, the Falcons defense. Just throwing that out there. So look for that. Falcons, Redskins. Up next, yes, it's the game we're all now we have a lot of interest in. Texans, Broncos, it's in Denver. And this new look Texans offense, we're, we're both excited about this because I, I did trade for Demarius Thomas a couple weeks ago thinking that maybe he'll get traded. I hope he gets traded. He did get traded, and now I'm really excited about where he got traded to. Yeah, and I just want to I just want to point this out. I know last week we said, yeah, we, we think this Houston-Miami game is probably going to be not a lot of points. <laughs> and then, of course, Houston does what they did. And, and in our defense, if you went back and looked at the three to four previous weeks of Houston's offense, they hadn't scored over 20 points. No. So. We were just as surprised as everybody else. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the five um, five touchdowns. And that's the thing. He only threw 20 passes, five touchdowns for Deshaun yeah, Watson. 
I, you know, DeAndre Hopkins, look, I mean, I said in, at the very start of the year, to me, he was the number one receiver. I still mm-hmm. feel that way. He is just an absolute beast. And he's been playing, he's been banged up all year. He's been questionable every week. Yep. Um, so if you have him, you know what he can do for you. You're obviously playing him anyway. I was just taking that moment to pat myself on the back. I apologize. Good job. I could hear it all the way here. Pat, pat, pat. So I, <laughs> I just hurt my yeah. shoulder. And for the Broncos, I mean, the winners, I guess, in the Demarius Thomas trade is Cortland Sutton, who's now going to be moved up from where he was kind of on the third tier. He's now going to be moving up the depth chart along with Emmanuel Sanders. He'll get even more looks. But uh, with Case Keenum throwing the ball, I I don't know. I just, uh, I mean, there's a reason why Demarius Thomas wasn't productive. And I don't, I know a lot of people were popular on picking up Sutton this week. I just don't, I don't see it, I guess. Yeah, you know, I, yeah, fine if you want to take a chance, but unless I have Emmanuel Sanders, I don't feel comfortable about any Denver receivers. Up next, Chargers. They're coming off the bye week. They're taking on the Seahawks. One note, though, with the Chargers, Melvin Gordon. Still a little banged up with the hamstring even after the bye week, but he is at back at practice trying to get back on track to play this Sunday, so he won't be a surprise inactive, and it actually helps that the game's at 3 o'clock in the afternoon instead of 8.30 in the morning. Unless all your guys, unless all your backups play at noon. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean that that's where you can lose out on this deal. But uh, the Chargers, Seahawks. Hey, the Seahawks. They have an offense again. Look at that. They they came off their bye and they threw it all over the place in uh, Detroit last week. Yeah, they. You know, it was they went back to running the ball too. Chris Carson is obviously a must start if you own him after the way he performed last week. Um, and it looks like they're going to be a little more married to the run and the Chargers defense has given up some big games to running backs. So Chris Carson, if you have him, definitely put him in your lineup this week. Got another more receiver to start for the Seahawks. It is David Moore. He has put up some pretty big numbers the last couple weeks. Uh, looks like uh, Baldwin is still bothered by the knee injury that kept him out a couple weeks. So uh, David Moore, I'd look at him if you need another wide out too. Yeah, agreed. I mean, uh, in, Look, Tyrell Williams has had, what, three huge games now, but I think he's, what, cut three balls in each yep. game. So, look, I picked him up. I'm playing him in one of my leagues this week. I'm hoping he'll get a long ball again, but uh, he's, he's feast or famine. Up next, what, what is the early over-under on this one, Rams Saints? What, what are we looking at, uh, 90? 59. 59? <laughs> it is 59. 59, really? Yes. I'm going way over on that. You like that? Yeah. I, you like guy? I, I, yeah, I think we're scoring points here, especially in New Orleans. I, I really do think so. I, I know the Rams, you know, they're coming off. You know, we hear about the defense, but they, they've they given up some points here. So I, and it's against the Saints offense. This is a fantastic matchup. I mean, this is an NFC championship game preview, and it's got plenty of fantasy stars in it. Yeah, I'm shocked this didn't get flexed to the. Uh, I mean, I know the Saints just played a Sunday nighter last week, but uh, yeah, there's no way surprised. NBC was pushing off of Brady and Rodgers. They've been waiting for that ever since. I think when Matt Flynn had to start that one game, they're like, "We're getting that game back." It may have been seven years later, but we're getting it back. Yes, I, you know, <laughs> Brady Ryan, as a Packer fan, I would rather see the Rams. <laughs> 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 I watch, but I mean, you're playing everybody. This is a no-brainer. Yeah. I mean, if you have Saints or Rams, they're in your lineup. It's going to be fantastic. Yeah, I think this is going to be a huge fantasy game uh, coming up for Rams Saints Sunday afternoon, and then yep, we'll lead into Sunday night Packers Patriots, and uh, well, I 
I think, too, this is going to light up the scoreboard. Some points should be scored. And uh, tell us about the Packers' young receivers now, okay? So we've got who – if Cobb is still out, which one do we want to get, I guess? You want to go with MVS, baby. That's, that's who you want to go with. Okay. So you want to go with Scantling. Uh, what's that? Valdez Scantling, right? Yeah, MVS. That's what I said. Well, I... <laughs> I'm... Yes, you you want to go? I know, I know. For the non-Packer fans, everybody's like, well, "Who the hell's in the Yeah, exactly. Um, that's who I like. I think that he has built some rapport with Aaron Rodgers. Um, you know, Jimmy Graham. We thought that connection was going to be there. He's also been banged up all year. We haven't seen quite what we wanted to see out of Jimmy Graham for fantasy. Um, but yeah, Valdez Scotling, I think, is a guy that you could pick up, and and he gets some he gets some deep balls as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm playing him this week in one of my leagues, so I, I'm hopeful, and I, I, I think this will be a shootout. I know a lot of people thought the, the Rams-Packers game would be a little more of a shootout, and I was wrong. I thought the Packers would fall way behind and be playing catch-up. You know, They were down by 10 points was the most they were ever down in that game, and uh, to be honest, probably should have won that, that game. Mm-hmm. Um, you, know, you, you don't know if Rodgers would have gotten them in – Still goal range or went down or what he would have done in the two minutes. We'll never know. I mean, you would have liked to have given him a chance, but uh, yeah. that, by no means was that fumble what lost them the game. There mm-hmm. were some other missed opportunities, but, um, you know, Patriots are coming off of a, a short week. They played yeah. on Monday night against the Bills. The offense looked not good, pretty average, yeah. yeah, especially in the first half. Um, you know, they looked a little better in the second half, but the Packers defense played the Rams well. I'm still playing all of my Packers. I'm still playing all my Patriots. Should be a fun game. Yeah, Patriot injury notes. Uh, Sony Michelle, he is practicing, may play, so he's going to be a game-time decision. Josh Gordon as well, he's a little banged up, but he's practicing. I think uh, Edelman as well showed up on the injury report. I think that's more of a Belichick thing where he always just throws 80 guys on there and then they eventually <laughs> play. So uh, not much serious concern for Gronk either. Looks like he's going to play, and uh, it should be, uh, like we said, uh, fantastic. I just got to ask you one more. With uh, Montgomery gone, I mean, that's got to really help Williams out get more touches now because you just eliminate another mouth to feed, per se, right? Or do you think Williams now steals more carries? Well, I think, you know, I've liked Aaron Jones all year, and I've repeatedly yeah. said I think Aaron Jones is the best running back on that team, and he had a nice week last week. Um, I think that's going to continue for Aaron Jones. I hope they continue to get him the ball more. To your point, yeah, I mean, Williams will get the, the three or four carries I think that Montgomery got. Um, you know, McCarthy still seems like he's going to, to get Williams in the rotation, which is fine, but I truly feel like Aaron Jones is the guy that should be the workhorse in Green Bay, and, and I expect him to have another good week. And we'll wrap up Week 9, Monday Night Football. It's going to be the Titans at the New Look Cowboys. I am very excited, I guess, to see Amari Cooper in Dallas to see what he can do because I've been waiting for him to get out of Oakland, and he finally is. I hope Dak Prescott can throw the ball more than 10 yards. Well, let me ask you: Are you are you starting Amari Cooper on Monday night? Yes. Are you going to give it a week? I am. If you're an Amari Cooper owner, I'm putting him in. I've been championing the call to get him out of Oakland for the last two and a half years. Okay, Dak has <laughs> had a really good. You know, his if you look at his last three games, Dak has had a much better track record than he had early on in the season. So he's got a shiny new toy. It's going to be interesting to see. Um, 
you know, and it, it may help Zeke too, right? If they have a, if they have more of a, a passing threat, maybe he'll be able to get some yards against the Titans. Mm-hmm. Um, Titans, who knows? Maybe yeah. they fix up in the bye week. Deion Lewis, I would say, would be a bit of a sleeper. Um, even though the Cowboys defense has has looked better, they completely shut down Jacksonville. Um, yeah, so I, it's going to be interesting. I'm still staying away from my Titans. If you have to play Deion Lewis, maybe you put Deion Lewis out there, and I'm just anxious to see what Cooper does like everybody else. That should be fun Monday night, and there you go with Week 9. Going to be another great week. Hopefully it helps you out on your season. And, uh, Todd, yeah, there we go. So, again, our march to the playoffs, they continue. And they do. And I want to pose one question before we wrap this up. This right. happened to me last week, and I want to see – I want you to think about it, and for our listeners, I would love to hear your opinion. So I get an email on Monday at about 5.30 on Monday saying from the commissioner in one of my leagues saying, hey, such and such um, sent me a text yesterday at 12.15 saying that they had taken Allen Robinson out of their starting lineup when he was announced out and was going to put Sammy Watkins into the starting oh, lineup. No now, in fairness, the only person he had on his bench that could have played that wasn't either injured or on bye was Sammy Watkins. Okay. So his question to me was, are you okay with this, putting Sammy Watkins in? And obviously, Sammy Watkins had <laughs> the two touchdowns and the huge game, and he had 30 points in our league. So my question to you, at the time, I was leading by – 12 points, and he still had uh, his kicker, Gatowski, going on Monday night. Okay. Would have you been okay with that, or what would have you said? That's my question. Yeah, I'm going to have to think about that one. because Okay, what's the timing of the notification? You said 12-15 is when he notified commissioner? Yes, 12-15. So at that point, and the commissioner said, look, I have the timestamp on the text mm-hmm. saying that you know he went to make the change, and for some reason it did not take. That was yeah. that was what he said. So I'm just curious because obviously I was in a position where if I said yes, this is and the game now I was up by 12 points. If I would have allowed Sammy Watkins to be in the lineup, otherwise I had the game won. Okay. Um, so I'm just curious what everybody out there would have done, and I and I can share what my answer was. But um, <laughs> yeah, so this email I got was 5:30 on Monday night. Just giving you kind of a context okay. of it, and I didn't get a message from the the other guy in my league saying, "Hey, this is what happened. Are you cool with this?" <laughs> you know, if that would have been me, I would have sent it to the person I was playing and the commissioner both, just to kind of be like, "Here's the situation." All right, so we want your response. What would you do in that situation? Draft that guy on Twitter once again. That's where you can find it. I'll give my response next week. I, there's okay. plenty to chew on there. So, um, do, you, do you want to know what I did, or do you want to wait till next? We'll week? wait. We'll wait till next week. Okay. All right. So again, that conundrum. We want your input on it. Draft that guy on Twitter. Again, we've got the daily news briefings as well. News flashes for you, Alexa owners. So always ask for those for the fantasy football zone. We can give you those daily. And uh, yeah, good luck this week. Okay, buddy. Yeah. Thanks. I was one and two last week. Oh, I need it. <laughs> How is how is the participation trophy league going to lead me to the promise? Yeah, I was going to say, how are you doing in the participation trophy league? Are you still eighth? I lost. Yes, I'm. Uh, I'm actually no, I'm eleventh out of twelve. So oh, I still have a shot. I'm still only two games out. But now you're out of the playoff chase at uh, Owen. What? Uh, no, I won two. Come oh, on now. <laughs> <laughs> it's a must-win this week. Let me put it that way. Shock the world. That's what we're going with, right? 
There you go. Oh. Just get in, baby. All right. Well, I'm PJ. He's... I'm Todd. It's the Fantasy Football Zone again. We're always on at Draft That Guy on Twitter. Follow us on Twitter at Draft That Guy. This is the Fantasy Football Zone.